Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonics Therapy. It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com way to play fantasy today's episode is brought to you by flex fantasy and they want me to relay a message to you that they have cracked open the game of fantasy football to all when you sign up for a free account and download the flex fantasy app you can import all your teams from all your leagues across multiple platforms that you play on spice up your fantasy playing experience by challenging league mates or strangers off the street to a fantasy matchup no matter how or where they play and put your money where your mouth is by placing a wager on your head-to-head matchup it doesn't matter if you are on yahoo and your opponent is on sleeper you can import your teams to flex fantasy to face off you can even make wagers on who you think will win between other challenges besides your own so sign up for a free account and download the app to try it out at flex.fan This is the MD's Fantasy Football Show with Dan Mader. Giving you the X's and O's of all things fantasy. Hello, we are live from the Expo. Welcome into the MD's Fantasy Football Show on YouTube and of course on TV. Guys, we're here. We're live in the hotel room. You can't tell this right now because of the way we're set up. We're actually all three of us in the same hotel room. No, we're not all sleeping in the same hotel room. Adam got his own room. The brothers are splitting. I'm your host, Dan Mater. By the way, I'm joined here with Chris Dauhauer and Adam LaRue, both from Billy Up Fantasy Live. Chris, also my co-host here on this show. And we are live Thursday night at our hotel room at the Expo, getting ready for a tremendous weekend. We're super excited about it. Look, There's a whole itinerary, and we're going to kind of go through this and let you guys know where we're going to be, what are some of the events going on, and then the second half of the episode, we'll talk about some of the latest news, camp news coming out, some fantasy football you know, analysis. So we're still going to have that for you today's show, but it's going to be more of a fun show and a more laid-back show as we're getting ready for our, basically our our work, I would say our work vacation weekend is how I kind of would put this. But Adam, how's it going, man? Good, good. I'm super excited for the weekend. I'm really excited about the expo and meeting everyone and, uh, you know, getting to learn so much about fantasy. I'm really excited. Bob Julie uh, hyped it up when we spoke with him on, on Belly Up Fantasy Live and when you talked about it. Um, so this is my first year. I'm super excited about it. Chris, how are we doing tonight? Doing wonderful. Football in the background in Canton, Ohio, talking football, playing some football as well while we're here. We'll get into that with what kind of things we're up to this weekend. But football, 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 I'm in hog heaven. We're all in hog heaven, without a doubt. 
And yeah, we got the Patriots game, uh, Giants game going on in the background. It's actually 2020 right now in the fourth quarter, believe it or not. But let's get into this weekend and, and what it's going to be all about. Now, first of all, the Fantasy Football Expo put together by Bob Lung, really, he does a tremendous job. I don't know how he does it. The coordination that he has to put into this, the effort that he has to put into this, it's really it's really amazing what he's able to do and bring all of us together, give us an event a year where we can all come out, meet each other, meet new brands coming out. The fantasy football world is always expanding with a lot of talent, a lot of people that, you know, we just, we don't, you don't get to meet otherwise. I mean, we live in a world where everything is online. We're all over the country and we get to come to the place where football all started and just be able to share our knowledge, have some fun. And that's what it's going to be this weekend. I mean, Starting tomorrow, really. Uh, and look, if you haven't gotten tickets yet and you're somewhere near the Canton area, uh, you can get tickets if you actually show up. I think it's at the Doubletree Hilton uh, in downtown Canton is where you can go. You can still buy tickets there. They're not available online anymore, but you can go there in person if you're in the area. And I suggest that you do because we got a weekend full of stuff. I mean, starting tomorrow, they got the icebreaker event. That's the poker tournament going on. I will be there. Adam and Chris won't be. I'm going to be there for a couple of hours. I'm not actually in the poker tournament, but I do want to get down there, meet some of the people ahead of time and kind of get familiarized with everyone. We're picking up our, 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 well, we already picked up our stuff, but we're picking up the swag bag. We're picking up the event tickets throughout the weekend. So all that that's going on early afternoon. Yeah. Chris with the swag bag there, Adam's got his t-shirt on already. So we got all that. And then here's where I'll bring you guys in. We got the Friday night party going on which includes the cornhole challenge. Uh, Adam and I are in the, Chris, I don't think you're in that, right? No, Chris, Chris isn't in that one. So it's going to be Adam and I will be competing in that. And then the Friday night party is going on where we get to meet everybody. That's going to be the, the uh, Centennial Plaza. And I don't know, what are you guys looking forward to for, for tomorrow? We'll start with Adam. Yeah, I'm really excited for some cornhole. Uh, It's going to be a really good time. And I'm excited for the after party. After parties are always awesome. And then Chris, uh, and w- what are you looking forward to? So tomorrow we have the Friday night party, after party, which could go to whenever. It's, that's going to be back at the Double Tree Hotel. I mean, every, it's going to be the first night, opening night. Opening night, everyone's always excited, always want to get together. And, and that's, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, that's open to anybody. You, anybody can get, if you don't, don't want to come out for the whole weekend, if you only come out for one of these nights, you can get tickets separately for a Friday night or the Saturday night party. And we'll get into that in a little bit later and stuff like that. So, if you just get out here for one event and come meet us, we want to meet you. MD Saints football year, belly up fantasy live. Uh, you know, we're going to have the booth on Sunday, but Chris, what are you looking forward to, to for uh, tomorrow? I think I'm just looking forward to getting to meet the different people of that party that you're talking about, whether it's the after party or the beginning party or the icebreaker party. I think there's so many different opportunities to kind of interact with different individuals in this field. As you kind of talked about, this keeps getting bigger and bigger and just to have kind of rub elbows with some of the different people Here's some of the different you know, strategies out there because we're going to have some drafts as well this weekend on Saturday. Yeah, and I, I hate to say it to uh, Adam there, but uh, I'm paired up with uh, Alex Caruso from uh, Fresh Fantasy, actually. And uh, we're going to be paired up with the Cornhole Tournament. And I, I have to say, Adam, I, you're going to be going down, my friend. Who, who are you paired up with, though? Uh, I believe I am with um, Drop the Mic FF. Um, excited for that one. Uh, definitely, uh, we'll, we'll see about that one. Yeah, I'm the cornhole champion uh, of this group. That's put in my backyard all the time. Actually, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I meant to practice. I did not practice nearly as much as I wanted to. I was more getting ready for the quarterback skills challenge, which we'll talk about. That that's coming up 
uh, on Saturday. There's going to be some big names uh, at this event. Like we know, I think we, we figured out that Mike Clay and Matt Walsh are going to be during the uh, the flag football tournament. So and we got NBC Sports Edge, of course, is one of the main sponsors, Fantasy Points, which, you know, you know John Hansen and those guys, FTN Network. Uh, it's really going to be some big names. And I think that's what I'm most excited for. Like this show, I say we're a good size. We're, we're moving in the right direction. But I'm really happy that we'll be able to meet those guys and get our names out there and try to grow with them. And, and MD Nation has been a, a huge part of that, of supporting us to be able to get to this point. Because otherwise, if we didn't have the support of MD Nation, we, we wouldn't be here right now. So thank you to you guys. Because otherwise, you know, we wouldn't be having this fun weekend. And if we get to push it out there and get more people and grow MD Nation, that's just going to make our community even better. And I think it's what we're looking forward to the most. Uh, Chris, I don't know what you think. I totally agree. I think also I, I plan on have, repping, repping MD Nation well in the football games that we kind of do in our different drafts because we want to show you that we are the best and we are the winners. So I think that's also what I'm looking forward to is kind of rubbing it in some other people's faces possibly. Well, Chris, hold on. Chris, for you, you know, you're the co-host of not just this show, but you're also the co-host of the Bill and Fantasy Live show. So are you are you are you flipping up and you know are you preparing for one over the other? Or are you gonna try to do your best to boost both here? Well, well, yeah, Adam here. well I'm thinking whoever wins the cornhole challenge tomorrow will be who I put my support behind and kind of show that I will be repping. Touche, sir. Touche. That's a good, yeah, we'll play for that stakes. We're playing for Chris's heart and promotion throughout this entire weekend here, Adam. Uh, yeah, so we go to tomorrow night. We had the cornhole tournament going on. It's it's drinks and uh, it's drinks, food, all that stuff. Uh, is, Adam, is, do you know? Is there anything else going on Friday night? Um, that's all that I remember, unless there's yeah, yeah. I think it's just that, and he had the after party. So then we move into Saturday, and Saturday is a full a full day. So you got the Kings Classic. That's going to be at the Tom Benson. That's going to be at the Hall of Fame Stadium. You're going to have a lot of the top names from around the industry. They're going to be there, you know, doing mock drafts, talking about their strategies, talking about all kinds of things. Uh, we're going to be at the draft night out, which is about two hours later. So at 10 o'clock in the morning to 4 p.m., you got King's Classic drafts going on. And then you actually have from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Saturday, if you're into college, college Kings Classic Fantasy Football Draft, that's going to be back at the Doubletree Hilton Hotel. Uh, so we got we got that going on too because college, I mean, that's going to start the week before, so that's coming up. That's prime draft season for you guys right now. So make sure you check that out. And it's a good way, you know, even if you're getting prepared for let's say next year's NFL draft, it's a good way to get familiarized with some of these names already because these guys are are really great experts at it. And then the ones we're all going to be at, we just got our tickets today. Uh, the Draft Night Out Drafts by DraftNightOut.com. That's going to be back again at the Hall of Fame Stadium from 12 to 4. And it's it's all different kinds of drafts. Like it's, it's, it's redraft. I believe there's some IDP. I think there's some dynasty going on. And just us and, and everybody else kind of coming together on this. Uh, but as far as like any of that goes, I mean, Adam, what are you looking forward to the most? Um, as far as the drafts go, I mean, it's it's really fun. So the Draft Night Out um, to get a little bit further into it, that's uh, a uh, 12 drafts of 12 teams. Um, it's a redraft. It's a super flex. We got a defense. We got a kicker. We're, I don't know. It's going to be really fun. Um, it's an interesting format. I haven't done any redraft drafts yet this season, at least had full teams. I've done some mocks, but I haven't done a full draft yet um, for redraft. So I'm actually really excited about that. That'll be my first one of the off season. So um yeah definitely excited definitely hope that we can uh show out for belly up 
uh, over at the draft night out. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you say that. So so the three of us, you know, we actually live in decently close proximity to each other. So we took a road trip, all three of us out here. And of course, you know, we're listening to Sirius XM. We're listening to, you know, all the podcasts from from PFF and and, and, and Fantasy Focus and, and, and Fantasy Football. And we're, we're watching, you know, we're listening to all of our stuff out there. I w- and I will say, um, I believe it was John. It was, no, it was Jeff Ratcliffe, excuse me, from uh, Sirius XM, from the FTN Network. He brought up the idea that mock drafts right now are, it's not really the way to go because it's always so computer simulated. But here's what I will say, and I, I tend to agree with that. The one thing I do to kind of counteract that, though, is I usually do a lot of best ball drafts because there's a lot of best ball drafts going on, especially up until this part, time of the year. But there's a different mindset when it comes to that where I feel like you, you kind of have to re, re-engage yourself because you're always going for upside rather than having like, no, I just need a base player and, and play along. I mean, Chris, what do you think about like, you know, trying to get ready for this year's drafts? Do you, do you, you want to do mock drafts, drafts or are you going to switch back into like best ball? Or you want to do best ball stuff where you get less computers or I mean, what do you do? I like a mix because I think, you know, why I understand a mock draft don't necessarily always prepare you for exactly how it's going to happen. It does give you a good idea usually where guys are kind of falling, what rounds are kind of they're going to be in and what your options are going to be. So I like to have, you know, three or four options when I get into a round that I have in my board that kind of guys that I don't want to be caught you know, kind of my pants down in a sense, if somebody goes to run on a position. But on the flip side, as you kind of pointed out, you know, some of these other drafts that you can kind of do where you can get, you know, best balls, I think that's also very fun, whereas you're not necessarily um, victim to the the draft mocks and kind of, you know, figuring all that out. You're just kind of taking the best players available, seeing kind of how it works out for you, and then letting it ride. So I think both of them are kind of mixed as how I kind of approach it. I know some people have a preference over one or the other, but how about yourself? For me, I mean, yeah, I, I I still do the mock drafts just because it gives you a feel for the ADP. And and generally speaking, I try to, and we might try to do this maybe maybe next year. I, I don't know if we have time to do it this year, but we're trying to build out a community here at MD Nation. Uh, we're making some partnerships with some people that are, are building out communities for drafts and, and things such as that nature. And we might try to do maybe like a listener mock draft. Maybe we'll build out a Discord or something like that. But I try to get into situations where I'm going to be with people. But I do think, I do think they have a bit of a value where it can kind of just give you a feel of where is the ADP going because you can usually set it, you know, no matter what platform you're on, you can usually set it to either draft off of that website's rankings or you can draft off of, of the ADP that the people have been drafting off of for that. It just kind of gives you a feel for it. No, is it going to be exactly like your home drafts or when you're drafting with the real people for 16 plus rounds? It's not going to be quite the same, but it kind of just gives you an idea of where guys are going to be. So, I still think there's value in that. I think there's I think there's value in best ball for the first eight rounds. After that, I think is where you start going like, okay, you're just going upside, upside, upside. But the first eight rounds in particular, I think you can take that with you to another redraft. But I tell you what, one thing that kind of gets overlooked when, when we're talking August is is Dynasty. And I'll, Adam, I'll kick this over to you. I mean, you can have Dynasty startup drafts in August. Everyone seems to do them in the spring and then kind of forgets about them. But I, what do you think, Adam? Should everybody be doing more, more dynasty in August? Um, yeah, I think it's you can still do it like right up until the season. I remember last year I got in, uh, and this was maybe a little bit pushing it, but I got in a a complete Devi startup the week before the season started. Um, so obviously college was already like we were right upon that, so we had to get our Devi picks in as fast as possible. But I mean, I think there's definitely still time to do that. And as far as that goes, I just try to. Uh, look through all of my teams like once every month or so, especially throughout the off season, 
um, and, and kind of determine, is this a contending team? Is this kind of a middle of the pack team or is this a losing team and go, all right, like look at the ADP. This is someone who I really like uh, against consensus uh, as a buy for a contender. This is someone I like as a buy for a team that I'm really looking for next year. I never like to care more than two to three years down the road, but uh, definitely try to, um, you know, have buys for different teams, different scenarios. Yeah, that makes total sense to me. Here's the other thing. I, it doesn't make sense to me why we don't talk more Dynasty in August, because why not wait until then? You kind of get an idea of like where the last, especially if you're doing a startup, where you have you had these, you know, the rookies came in, you kind of get more of an idea of who's actually shaking out well in camp to start off. It might give you more of more of an insight as who you want to take. I know the, the big draw about Dynasty is you play it all year long. That's why people, you know, they want to do it in the spring because they can't wait. They're super excited. I understand all that. But yeah, there's no reason really, really not to. So just kind of going through all the different kinds of drafts you can do. Those are all things that are going to be talked about during these King Classic drafts and, and the college draft and the draft night outs. Just to kind of bring it all back to the expo here. These are all things we're going to kind of be going over. I know with us, you can check out our rankings on the the fresh new looking belly of fantasy sports.com website. My rankings are up there. I believe chase Vernon's now are up there. More guys are going to be up there and, you know, getting you guys prepared for your draft. So definitely turning into a great tool, great resource over there, belly of fantasy sports and just had a nice makeover. So it, the site is real crisp, much easier to use both on desktop and mobile. So go ahead and check that out. All right. So we followed down here. So from five to seven o'clock, and this is going to be on the Hall of Fame field. And again, I don't know how Bob pulled this off. We actually get to be on the Hall of Fame field while we're doing the flag football challenge and the quarterback skills challenge, uh, which I'm I'm going to be on both of those. I'm, I'm they're both from five to seven o'clock, so I'm going to assume they're alternating. But we're basically on the field the entire time, which is going to be fantastic. Uh, let me. I think uh, Adam, you, you're. You are, I mean, we're all in the same fantasy uh, flag football team, first and foremost, uh, with Belly Up Fantasy Live. The BU Hogs, the Belly Up Hogs is what our, our name's going to be. So we'll be out there with, with the TSS crew, Jason, Nick, Freddie, Dynasty Brews, Justin Herrera. He's going to be out there too. Uh, well, I think it's Chris. Chris, you're the one who's on both the flag football and the quarterback skills challenge, correct? I believe that was, I thought that was you, but I could be both of them. I am, I am on both. Uh, I thought one of you two were also doing both. Is that you, Adam? Uh, I'm looking at signing up. I might go ahead and do that tonight. So the signups for that are still open. And just an extra shout out to Bob, because I don't know if we hit hit on it yet, but the, the drafts for both draft night out and the non-college uh, drafts are all also at the stadium. They're up in the press boxes. So we'll be in the stadium from like, uh, if you're in King Classic, that's 10 a.m. up until like the rest of the day. Uh, and we specifically will be there noon to probably midnight or later. We'll see uh, how the, the parties go. But uh, definitely super excited to be at the stadium all there all day. So shout out to Bob for that. Yeah, I mean, because it's it's it, right now the Expo Party, which is also on the Hall of Fame field or at the stadium, at least I should say, is from 7 p.m. to 11 p.m. But also, you know, there's an after party question mark. At the same place. So we're, yes, we are going to be there literally all day, at least for us, like 12 to 11 p.m. There's stuff going on from 10 a.m. all the way to 11 p.m. So that's going to be all day long. They're like, the only thing that's not going to be at the Hall of Fame field is going to be at the Doubletree Hilton Hotel is the college King Classic Fantasy Football Draft. That's the only thing that won't actually be there. But yeah, so we'll literally be there all day Saturday if you're able to come down, check it out for the event, maybe get in. You, you can definitely get into the party. 
Uh, I know that for a fact at this point. You can still show up at Canada and get into the party for sure. So yeah, so flag football. So yeah, we got we got our seven our seven man crew for the BU Hogs. We're we'll taking on it's fifteen other teams, sixteen teams total. I'm not sure if it's a round robin or not. I'm not I'm not sure exactly how they're doing the tournament style. I know we're not allowed to touch each other outside of pulling off the flags. As Bob was making sure nobody gets hurt. You know, no, nobody here wants to get hurt. We're all flat. We're all fancy football nerds. I don't think any of us are really that athletic at the end of the day. So we don't really want to push that too much. Uh, but how how you guys feeling for uh, the the flag football tournament? We'll go to Chris first. Well, I'd say speak for yourself, not being athletic, but no, I think we're actually very athletic. I think that's why we're going to represent for Belly Up Nation and also for MD's Nation. I, I'm really excited about this. I think this we have a, how it works out for us is we have four plays to score or get as far as we basically can, and then we rotate against somebody else. During that time frame, we'll be having the quarterback challenge, as Dan kind of alluded to, that be going on. So we'll have kind of representing in there as well. So hopefully, we're going to come out as winners. We're going to share that on our shows. We'll show you. And then one of the things we can win, you know, just to kind of shout out about the uh, drafts real quick, we can get a championship belt if we actually win one of the, some of those tournaments. So it's another great thing that we can kind of get ourselves into. So I'm really excited about the competition. That's what fantasy football is to me. And that's where we're going to kind of experience it, not only off the field, but on the field tomorrow. Shout out to Trophy Smack for those belts, by the way. That's also really cool of them uh, to have sponsored or to have worked with Bob on that. Yeah, there's just so many great sponsors. I mean, all these guys chipped in and just brought all this great stuff. And like I said, we got our swag bag, which included you know a T-shirt and coupons and different things to all these different great fantasy football resources. Uh, so really just like a tremendous value. Plus, plus like I said, Hall of Fame, uh, which I think we're going to check out tomorrow afternoon, actually. So if you want to come down to the Hall of Fame, we're going to be probably be there somewhere around, I want to say 2 or 3 o'clock, I think, is we're going to head down there before the, the Friday night party starts, uh, I believe. But um, well, yeah, when we go to Saturday, the quarterback skills challenge, uh, I have to say, no one's touching me. I, I got, I'm going to show you the Drew Brees accuracy that Dan Mater of the MD's Fantasy Football Show possesses. Who wants to comment on that? We're hoping it's not Drew Brees towards the end of his career. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Even Drew Brees at the end of his career, I think is probably better than everybody else in that field. So, you know, I think I could, I could take it. I could take it from there. Now, not to brag, but I do have a cannon, so we'll see how that goes. Although I will say, so I was actually getting warmed up for this, um, and I one of the challenges for it is trying to drop dimes, and you're dropping dimes into a garbage can. I've, I've had a garbage can set up in my backyard for the past week, and uh, I not to, you know I, I can't brag because my completion percentage into the actual garbage can was not all that phenomenal. I, I, if I'm being totally honest. Is that Danny Dimes' career going into the trash can? Is that kind of metaphoric there? Yeah, they're watching this Giants game. I think it's hard not to feel that way, quite frankly, with them on uh, get playing against the Patriots here. He did actually get some run week one of the preseason in the first quarter uh, along with Kenny Galladay. We'll talk a little bit about that soon, too, I'm sure, in the second half of the show. Yeah, so since not one of you guys are going to be taking me on the quarterback challenge because you're afraid, uh, let's talk about the party. The, the party Saturday night, the expo party, that's that's going to be the main one. Yeah, there, I know we keep talking about parties, and there's just parties all weekend long. So you have the Friday night one. That's the first one. The, the big one is going to be Saturday, again, at the press box, at the Hall of Fame field. And we're going to be there. They say 7 to 11. It may go later than that, depending on how good of a time everybody's having. Uh, but, I mean, Adam, what are you looking forward to most with that? 
yeah, again, I'm really excited to meet everyone to get involved in the the fantasy community, especially, you know, it, it can be, you know, Friday is kind of a warming up to everyone, meeting everyone, but Saturday is going to be that day where we've drafted together all day. We've been playing uh, flag football together all day. We've been, you know, competing against each other all day. Like, I think we're going to know each other pretty well by, by uh, Saturday night when we get to that party. So I'm really excited for that one. Yeah, it's just going to be a great chance to like that. That'll be the night, like you said, that, that'll be the night that we all bond. But it's going to be a great chance to like get to meet these people, you know, off camera, off the microphone with a couple of cocktails in our system, having a, a you know, doing the thing that we all love the most to do in the first place and, and just and just getting to be able to communicate. And, and you know, we're all going to make each other better. That's really what it's going to boil down to. We're not out there to like say, hey, I'm better than you at this or blah, blah, blah. No. It's to share ideas. That's what the idea of an expo is. is to share ideas, share your strengths, share your weaknesses. And as we get better, then all fantasy football gets better because then the content we provide for everybody else gets you better and closer for you guys winning your championships. Uh, and I highly suggest you know you come and check it out. And you get it's a good chance for for the fans to come meet us out there too, uh, which I hope a lot of you a lot of you do. So let's move into Sunday. So Sunday is the actual fantasy football expo day. That's from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Belly of Fantasy has a booth. And I got to tell you, there's a lot of great booths that are going to be out there. There's absolutely no doubt about it. And the main sponsors, NBC, Trophy Smack, Fantasy Points, uh, FTN. I, I, I know there's another one. I think I'm forgetting off the top of my head at the moment. Like is like the major ones. And then there's a lot of like guys like us, Belly of Fantasy, where we're getting our names out there. Um, I think Pro Football Focus is going to be out there and some other great guys, too. I got to tell you, though, I think it's going to be really worth it for you guys to come down and check out our booth. One of the big reasons is, is that with Belly Up Fantasy, you're not just getting one show. You're not just getting one brand. You're going to have four different shows representing itself at the Belly Up Fantasy booth. Because you got you got Belly Up Fantasy Live, the flagship station, the MD Fantasy Football Show, us. You got TSS, they're going to be there, and Dynasty Brews. And all of us have different giveaways that we're doing for the we're giving away to the people and and just just to give you guys some stuff that you can use, some stuff to remember us by, some stuff that you can make sure it'll be easy for you to contact us. But you have different giveaways from all those shows. So we're gonna be giving you a lot of free stuff uh for you guys there. Like I know, I know Mike Brown, who's the co-founder of Belly Up Sports in general, he's gonna be there with me. He's he's brought a lot of stuff from our sponsors uh for Belly Up Sports. So like like Canada dips and Manscape and, and some of our merchandise and things of that nature. For us, I got goodie bags for you guys that include you know some notepads. I got you some koozies, some stress ball footballs, some pens. So stuff that's going to be really useful. Our business cards, of course, so you can easily contact us throughout the season because we're always going to want to be able to help you out. Uh, and and TSS. Uh, one thing about TSS, I'll, I'll give a shout out to Jason Cooper. He does a tremendous job with with games. Uh, so he got the Family Feud, which is a very popular game on his show he has a family few games set up to do live with people at the expo and have giveaways backed up to that and i i know justin's doing something with dynasty brews I'm, I'm not exactly sure what it is but i know he's giving away something too so we just have all of that going on i mean chris chris what do you what do you think man i'm super excited by the giveaways first of all i love free stuff so when you give me free stuff you can't beat that but no you talked about a lot of things that we have that we're giving away and i think that's what you know empty nation and belly up is all about we're trying to give back to the people and we're giving you a variety, as Dan kind of alluded to. I think that's the cool thing that you know, you're getting kind of an all-star gambit of all different things from the different groups, different shows. So having all these different giveaways, all these different opportunities to kind of get feedback from us, kind of see us all together as well, 
think it's definitely an opportunity for everybody to come down, enjoy what we do. And if you're not going to get a chance to, we'll definitely talk about it in the show more and more. That's what we're here for, to kind of share our experience with you. Yeah, that's that's the biggest reason why I can't wait. That that's when we really get to meet the people. That that's the biggest one that's open to the fans to be able to kind of go to and set up for that and a meet and greet. And I really hope you guys come out for that reason. There, there's other things going on that Sunday too. Um, we have panel discussions happening, and for for every for every you know category, you could think of the redraft, which I'll be a part of from three to four o'clock. Um, I actually should have pulled up the name in front of me, Adam. Do you have it? Yeah, I have the uh, weekend schedule specifically for Sunday for the panels. Um, so there's a dynasty one that I'm really excited to go to listen in. I just I'm I'm here to listen this year. Uh, but there's a dynasty one, eleven thirty to twelve thirty. You said you were the uh, three to four. Yeah, um, yeah. Redraft strategies sponsored by Belly Up Sports. That'll be really cool. Uh, there's a a Devi League one. There's a high stakes one. There's a prop bet one. Um, more dynasty best ball there's everything so if you're into anything in fantasy or you're trying to break into the industry there's some about getting started about women in fantasy there's so many good topics that uh, are set up here that you can come learn about it's going to be a really great time i know i'm personally really excited to learn so much from everyone in the industry yes you can shout out for that and and the best thing is if you if you buy your ticket and and you show up that day for the actual expo itself what you'll be able to do what Bob's making available to everybody, which is really exciting, is recordings of each panel discussion. Because you're not going to be able to get all of them. Uh, you'll be able to get quite a few. But you, there's some that are going on at the same time. So what we're doing is we're recording all the panel discussions. Those will be made available to everybody who bought a ticket to go to the expo. So if there was something you wanted to see and want to hear people talk about and weren't able to, that's going to be available to you guys as, as well. Uh, so that, that's one of the great things that he's doing. I, w- I do want to give a shout out. So the Airtable is also going to be sponsoring Belly Up Fantasy uh, throughout at least this weekend, maybe longer. And it's it's Airtable at at Fantasy. It's a fantasy football Airtable thing. We're, we'll send you guys the link and everything like that. But uh, I'm sorry, Airtime. Excuse me, Airtime Fantasy Football. Hi, I'm Maria, and I'm Mike, and we're Team, team ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What we'll be able to do is that we're going to upload videos throughout the weekend on there. So you guys, all you got to do is download the Airtime app and you'll be able to download directly from us. Catch us on social media. We'll post it at BillyUpMDFFShow. We'll post it at BillyUpFantasy. You'll be able to kind of like get clips throughout the weekend from us and we'll have that up there too. So you can kind of get live looks in throughout the weekend. Like we're not going to be able to stream the whole weekend. I, I wish we could. We can't. But we'll give you guys live looks in. So like maybe next year, you know, to come down and you kind of see what all the fun stuff is going on and, and things of that nature. But that's also one of the things we have. 
and that that's all day Sunday. I mean, ten to eight. This it's gonna be a jam packed weekend, guys. It's gonna be a lot of fun, and it's gonna be really really fast. Uh, but that pretty much does it for the weekend itinerary. So again, make sure you guys come down Canton, Ohio, DoubleTree Hilton Hall of Fame Field. Come meet us. Come meet a bunch of other people and learn all you need to know about fantasy football and how to win your leagues this year. So what we're going to do is take a quick break. We come back on their side. We're going to get into some of the latest news going on in NFL training camps and talk a little actual football and fantasy football analysis. So everybody stay tuned to the MD's Fantasy Football Show. We'll be back right after this. Support for today's episode comes from True Classic. This brand new sponsor has the absolute best fitting t-shirts a man can buy. Finding the right t-shirt with a little bit of a dad bod is incredibly frustrating. Most t-shirts are either too tight on your gut or look way too big and boxy. You're not in high school anymore and it's time to upgrade. True Classic has already helped over 2 million men finally get a better fit at an affordable price. Our listeners get access to the best deal they offer. For a limited time only, get 20% off with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at trueclassic.com. Almost all men's t-shirts are designed to look good on skinny models with six-packs, but most of us aren't packing anything but a few beers. Fellas, you are wearing the wrong clothes. True Classic tees taper off towards the bottom, but they fit tighter around the chest and shoulders. It's time to highlight your best attributes with a t-shirt you can always confidently throw on. True Classic doesn't just stop at tees. They are your one-stop shop for men's essentials. Super easy and simple to fill out your wardrobe. From polos and workout shirts with the same flattering fit to boxer briefs designed with a pouch to keep your bulge nice and comfortable. All their gear is top-notch quality at reasonable prices. It's about time you learn how to dress yourself properly. Upgrade your wardrobe with True Classic and get 25% off at trueclassic.com with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Free shipping included on purchases over $100 and 100% risk-free guarantee with a 30-day return policy. Stay classy with True Classic. Your dad bod will thank you. Back in to the MD's Fantasy Football Show live on our YouTube channel and, of course, on BellyUp.TV. Make sure you check us out after the show on your favorite podcast app. We have a lot of stuff to talk about throughout this weekend. Again, we're coming live from the Expo, from the hotel room that we're staying at in Canton, Ohio, at the Expo. Can't wait for the festivities to kick off tomorrow so again make sure you check us out throughout the weekend and go through the itinerary if you're just joining in the show go back and check us out on either youtube or on our podcast app and you can hear about where we're going to be throughout the entire weekend but let's get into some of the nfl news that's happening and getting some fantasy football analysis breaking news so the biggest thing that's going on right now, I have to say, would be Watson trying to make his own proposal about what his own suspension should be, which I think that whole concept is bizarre in itself. So he proposes that he's got an eight-game suspension with a $5 million fine. That's his proposal to the NFL as we're trying to get this thing figured out. Look, that's neither here nor there what he's proposing. I think what you take out of this is that whether it's Watson or the NFL, no matter how this thing shakes out, I think he's getting more of the six games. And I think that's more of the story. What are you seeing about this, Chris? Yeah, I tend to agree. I think it looks like it's going to probably be more than the six games, although it's still, you know, 
going to be debatable how this kind of carries out. We saw Tom Brady appeal his suspension before. If Sean Watson has to read to appeal his, he can kind of maybe buy himself some time. So I'm curious to see when the suspension actually comes down. Cleveland keeps giving him first team snaps. So we're getting closer and closer to the season. You're going to need Percent to kind of be the, you know, getting warmed up if he's going to be starting game one. So I'm really, you know, this needs to unfold sooner than later. But if I'm a Deshaun Watson, you know, investor, I'm getting a little nervous right now. Yeah, I mean, it's really it's really hard not to, frankly. Adam, in your mind, if it is eight or more games, what does that do for you when you're examining Watson and when you're examining the rest of Cleveland? With Watson, um, I have some concerns about him in redraft, whether it's six or eight or whatever, um, because that's a lot to, to live through uh, and to put in value because he's still going high enough that to get two quarterbacks that are going to keep you afloat for that long. In redraft, I don't know if I necessarily want to to be in that situation personally. Um, now, dynasty, I don't know if you care either, but the other direction, it, it's half of a season. He's still relatively young. You probably have a decade or so left. Uh, I don't know if six, eight, 12 games is really shaking your your life up that, that much if you have him in dynasty. Uh, so really, either way unless it's a full season, I don't think it changes that that much. But to Chris's point earlier, um, as you said, what really matters is if he pushes this to next year or if he pushes it to the back half of the season. Um, Because if he was to push it halfway through the season, I think things could certainly bite him. Um, But I think he'd likely push it all the way to next season. So I'm definitely keeping an eye on on how things go the next couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, what, what do you think the odds are that he's going to get suspended all year, Chris? Hi, I think that he's probably going to get a chance. The arbitrator, I think, has, you know, the NFL can force this if they wanted to. The arbitrator is kind of there for uh, for more of a show, in a sense, to kind of give the PA, NFLPA kind of a, a slant, like to stand on. So there's both sides can appeal. The NFL could make this happen, but I think they're going to, you know, I think it's more about post- posturing and politics, in a sense. So I did have a question for Adam real quick, though. If it does get pushed into next year, Adam, does that kind of affect Dynasty and how you kind of look at him and whether you, you know, get him now or do you wait? Uh, I don't really think so. I, I Again, I think with Dynasty, um, especially when it comes to the quarterback position, for other positions, like I said earlier, I really don't like to care more than like a two- to three-year max chunk. Um, really, you're looking at – you know, again, like two to three years max, but at the quarterback position specifically with someone of his age and with his talent and as much as, you know, everything he's done irks me to no end. And I don't know how I feel about having him on my teams, but at the end of the day with someone at his talent level, cause he's a supremely talented quarterback, you are assuming that he is your quarterback in dynasty for seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years. Um, for as long as that league lasts in a lot of cases, because let's face it, that's how things go uh, in a lot of instances. So I don't know that, again, one season really matters, whether it's this one or next one. I, I mean, will it shift his value by a little bit? Sure. Uh, but enough for it to matter when it's we're talking about a discount on a franchise quarterback anyways? Not really. So even when she's she's not working because I gave her the night off, our, our intern, Danielle, kind enough to tune into the show and post a very great question, and somehow she always knew that that's what we're going to transition into. So that was a report that came out earlier today. She asked, if Watson is more than six games, do you guys see Jimmy G going to Cleveland? And if so, 
where would you rank Jimmy G fantasy wise? And that's, you know, an excellent question. That's kind of where we're going to go with this because that was a report that came out from a, a, a local Cleveland newspaper that they would maybe be interested in trying to grab Jimmy G if it turns out that he is going to get an increase from six games. And like I said, with him proposing himself eight games, I think this is going towards that being the case, where it's definitely going to be more than six games. And getting Jimmy G would make a lot of sense because that's a team bound for the playoffs. It, it would make sense not hand this thing to Jacoby Brissett and give yourself a chance while you have the absence of Watson. So let's focus in on that real quick. Let's say that hypothetical. Jimmy G goes to Cleveland, whether it be by trade or he gets cut or whatever the deal may be. What does that do for him, fantasy? And maybe even more importantly, what does that do for guys like Amari Cooper, David Njoku, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt? What, what do you think, Chris? What does that do for him? Chris is in the same that hotel room we are, but apparently having way different Wi-Fi issues than, than Adam and I are. So, uh, Adam, I'm going to kick this to you real quick. Yeah, uh, as far as how it handles everyone else, uh, I think that is interesting because I, I think Jimmy's a, a good quarterback and he gets a bad rap a lot more than he deserves. But at the same time, he cannot handle uh, keeping as many players fantasy relevant as uh, someone like Deshaun Watson can. I think Deshaun Watson's very capable in an offense where he's unleashed of having you know three or more guys fantasy relevant uh, outside of the running backs. Whereas if it's Jimmy G, I think Amari Cooper's still fine. I think he can handle having one guy. I think he'd maybe even have Amari and Njoku do well, uh, as well as the running backs. But I don't know if he could handle much more than that. Whereas I certainly think if Deshaun Watson um, is the guy, then someone like DPJ is really interesting. Someone like uh, Bell, really interesting. If Will Fuller comes in, really interesting. There's a lot of interest in the back end of that wide receiver room behind Cooper and outside of the tight end position and outside of the running backs if it's Deshaun Watson at quarterback and I don't think that's the the case if it's anyone else I am really curious though about um you know the question with Jimmy G is the shift from six to eight games for instance as he proposed and I, I doubt that his proposal holds that much weight it's his own proposal but is the difference between six to eight really enough that at six, I'm not going to go get Jimmy G, but at eight, two more games, I'm certainly getting him. That's where I, I kind of have some questions. I do think if it got much longer than that, I, I think it would have to go through their minds. Yeah, I think it is enough. And the reason why I think it's enough, because now you're talking about instead of maybe a little more than a quarter of a season, you're talking about half the season. And that could be a huge difference when you're in that type of a conference because the AFC conference in general is going to be incredibly competitive to get into those top seven seeds. And we know the AFC North is one of the most competitive divisions in all of football and probably will be again this year. So I do think just the shift from six to eight is going to be enough. Um, I tend to think it because Watson's the one proposing it. It's going to probably even be more than eight. But yeah, I think even that would probably be enough. There's some other news going on around the league, too. Uh, the Jets, Makai Becton, he goes down with injury. They just signed Dwayne Brown to a two-year, $22 million deal. Chris, this this move and Becton getting injured, I, I, I mean, how does that how does that affect maybe like a guy like a Brees Hall or the rest of the Jets' that, offense in your eye? Yeah, I think it is enough. I think it's enough. Uh, now you're talking about, instead of maybe a little more than a quarter of season, you're talking about ass. And that could be a huge difference. And that type of a conference, the AFC conference in general, is going to be incredibly competitive to get into the top seven seeds. And we know the AFC North is one of the most 
competitive divisions in all of football and probably will be again this year. So I do think just the shift from six to eight is going to be enough. Uh, I tend to think it because Watson is proposing it to probably even be more than eight. But yeah, I think even that would probably be enough. There's some other news going on around the league too. Uh, the Jets, I back in, he goes down with injury. They just signed Dwayne Brown to a two-year, $22 million deal. Chris, this, this move... Chris, I don't know if we were hearing you at all during that time frame. I seem to be having a, a playback or, or something on, on our end. I think we're having some technical difficulties, guys. So sorry about that. If we just had like a minute or two worth of uh, dead air, we'll have to go back and re- reorganize that on the uh, on the podcast. Just to, in, in case nobody did hear that, just to reiterate that, uh, yeah, it, it affects. I mean, Beckton going down, this is a guy who's supposed to be an all pro type of tackle. It obviously affects uh it obviously affects Breeze Hall to some degree. However, Dwayne Brown's a pretty decent guy to pick up off the street, come in. He's played in all the systems. He's played in zone schemes. He's been a good tackle. He's been productive. And, and as a result, I don't think it's going to affect him too much this year, but I do wonder what it's going to do for Makai Becton's career moving forward. Uh, Adam, is there anything in particular from this that you take out of it? Not really from a, a fantasy perspective. I, I do think it's interesting, um, you know, how just how Makai Becton's career has gone because he was someone who coming out had a ton of talent. But from a fantasy perspective, uh, I, I don't I don't know if I have a ton to, to add. I think we're going from a, a good tackle to a good tackle. Yeah, we'll see if he's still got it. All right, let's move on to more news. So we got uh, Pacheco. Pacheco from the Kansas City Chiefs. Pacheco, my boy, because I'm I'm actually a Rutgers fan. My family all went to Rutgers, and we had you know season tickets up until a couple of years ago and stuff like that, and definitely got to watch them. and And he is he's creating some chaos right now in Kansas City. There's absolutely no doubt about that. And to the point where there's reports about is Ronald Jones on the roster bubble because he's forcing his way in. Uh, talks about you know what what's going on with Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Is he going to be able to hold on to his job? Moving forward, that's also something that's being talked about right now. Look, CH is still this as a starter, and I don't think there's I don't think there's any way he loses that job before he gets to week one. The question will be, is he on a shorter leash? If he fumbles, if he screws up, if he's not as productive, you know, is Pacheco is he a legitimate guy to actually steal significant work where we got to pay attention to him fantasy wise, or even enough to the point where we got to move Clyde Edwards-Hilaire down. Even further, I mean, right now, I believe his ADP is at RB27. And uh, well, Chris, I'm going to try you one more time. Nope. So Chris is saying no. So I'll, Adam, I'll kick that question to you. Yeah, the Pacheco stuff is super interesting. Uh, he's been rising rapidly uh, up the boards as far as ADP goes. And it's kind of hard for me to, to really be that interested just because of how quickly he's rising. Right now, I think I'm still... Uh, a little bit interested, especially uh, in leagues that are already up and functional where he still might, might be available on your waivers. But as far as starting to draft him, as far as the running back situation in Kansas City is concerned, if I was a betting man, I think it stays Edwards Hilaire is your RB1, Ronald Jones is your RB2, and I think Pacheco probably is really taking that RB3 spot. And I, I wouldn't even be shocked if those are just the three on the roster, uh, if not one guy behind him. Um, but what I will say is that if you can get your hands on him again, if your league is already up and running and this is more of a waiver type situation, for example, I've been able to get him in a couple dynasties uh, on waivers. That's where things are a lot more interesting because I think whenever you can get an, a chance 
uh, a lottery ticket in a contested backfield or really even a contested position group, um, that's always nice to have. It's much more valuable than uh, a, a low-end veteran that you kind of already know is going to you know, not produce enough to be a, a viable fantasy starter anyways. Whereas Pacheco, there's equal chances that he's off my roster in six weeks or he could be he could very well make himself into a fantasy viable player. I don't, I don't not going to deny him that chance. Do I think it's the most likely outcome? No, but I think it's uh, in the range of possibilities. If you can get him for free or for, you know, 10 fab or something like that. Yeah, I could agree with you more, even, especially when you talked about, you know, how the roster is going to be. I do think it's going to be CEH. Ronald Jones, I think is on the team. He is in that role, that goal line role, the second RB. And I think Pacheco is carving out that third string role. And with him being on special teams already and having the pass catching, you know, ability that he has, I, I think we're looking at either Derek or Jerry McKinnon, I think are the ones going to be cut. I do think one of them will stay on the roster. It could be Derek or uh, just because there's other, there's other special teams that he's involved in. I think maybe over McKinnon, but I, I do think that's how the roster is going to line up. Pacheco himself in redraft leagues has been rising, rising. He's not somebody who should be getting drafted right now. Now, we talk in a couple of weeks. If he's getting ahead of Ronald Jones, if that's coming out, then then we'll have a different conversation. But if you were to have your redrafts in the second week of August, right now that we're talking about, I'm not drafting Pacheco in a 12-man half-point PPR 16-round league. There's really no reason for that. Just somebody right now to kind of keep your eye out on. I want to take another quick break. We come back on the other side. We got more breaking news to talk about with you guys. So everybody stay tuned to the Empty Your Football Show. We'll be back right after this. Fellas, the fantasy football draft season is right around the corner. CD Lamb is good, but have you seen these beautiful balls? It's time to get your snake looking right for this snake draft with sponsors of today's show, Manscaped. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming have created a championship lineup with a performance package 4.0. Join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for kickoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY. Inside the Performance Package 4.0, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your goodies. Tom Brady didn't come out of retirement for you to have hairy balls. So slot it at the quarterback and get 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY at manscaped.com. It's time to put the PP back in a PPR league. Welcome back in the football show live at the Fantasy Football Expo. As always, I'm your host, Dan Mater, joined here with my guest, Adam LaRue. Chris Dahauer is having a lot of uh, issues at the moment. He might climb in behind me. We'll, we'll see here. There he is. Chris, say hello to the people. You've been out for a while here. <laughs> we're working it out. We're all in the same hotel room, so it's okay. It's all fun. But we're talking about some of the latest news going around NFL training camp. Breaking news. There's other rookies who uh, are getting taken notice of right now. One being Mr. Romeo Dobbs at the Green Bay Packers. Christian Watson still hasn't been able to really practice. So he's been, you know, getting outed. He's kind of on the outside looking in right now, especially as a guy who's already a raw prospect to begin with. 
Randall Cobbs toasts my goats. We know what Lazard's role is going to be. We know Watkins is only going to play six games. Chris, you buy into the Romeo Dobbs situation at all for this season? Absolutely do. It's a guy I was definitely big on coming out of the draft. I think Romeo Dobbs can play multiple positions. He can use it in the slot. You can use him on the outside. So the versatility is going to be great for Aaron Rodgers. We've seen him kind of, Randall Cobb kind of was a similar guy, you know, built differently, but a guy who can line up inside or outside. As you pointed out, Randall Cobb's days are definitely over. The key to me is, is Amari Rodgers someone they're going to try to force in their lineup, or is he going to be somebody that's kind of, you know, been forgotten about? The GM came out recently and kind of said we still have a, a big role for him, but I haven't really heard too much of a hype from him out of camp. I think that's going to be the key because I think, you know, you talk about Lazar has a clear role. Watson, when he comes back, is probably going to be an outside receiver. So where is Amari Rodgers going to, and Romeo Dobbs going to kind of split time at is what I'm really interested in seeing. Well, there's a name for you, Adam, because, I mean, Mario Rogers is somebody people talked about last year because they saw where the vacancies in the wide receiver position was going to come from. It's never taken off for him. Is he somebody you're just writing off at this point in Dynasty? As far as Dynasty goes, to be honest with you, uh, it's league to league. It's bench size. Uh, if you have a bunch of taxi squad of uh, taxi spots, for instance, but if we're talking like a standard bench size and I don't have any taxi spots, he's not on my roster, to be honest with you anymore. Uh, and we're, we're certainly getting to that point with someone like him um, with a couple other guys from that draft class, to be honest with you. Uh, but those guys can kind of hang on if I've got a large bench or if I've got a taxi squad. Uh, so it depends. But again, for him in a lot of leagues, he, I think he's starting to drop off already. Just getting back to the Romeo Dobbs point of it all. I mean, go back to our episodes on the MD's Fantasy Football Show on your favorite podcast app or on YouTube. Go back and check out when we talked about rookie wide receivers coming into the draft class. You'll hear I comped Romeo Dobbs to a Chris Godwin. This is a guy watching him in Nevada, watching him with Carson Strong. This was somebody I thought had real value who ran really great routes and had a great body size to go along with it. And I said it then. I said it during the NFL draft special that we had with Billy Fantasy Live. I said, look, because Christian Watson, while he was taking the second round, is such an athlete, but a raw athlete who still needs to learn how to actually be a wide receiver, who needs to learn how to run those routes. I said, don't be surprised if Romeo Dobbs, who's a much better route runner, becomes somebody that Rodgers falls in love with. And that's what we've seen so far in training camp. And somebody else has to emerge. Dobbs is somebody I think you even in redraft leagues, you should be taking a shot on later on in your drafts. But there was somebody else that we... We saw eye to eye on Chris in the NFL draft, and that was Wandale Robinson. Neither one of us were fans, but now they're talking about he's got the slot receiver position locked down, and he didn't even play like some of the other starters played in the preseason week one because he has a position so locked down. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, it's definitely something that's eye-opening to me. I wasn't big on Robinson at all. I'm not usually a big person on what draft capital is. I want to see what can the guy actually produce on the field. But in this situation, this seems that Brian Dable is definitely going to force him out there. We saw like someone like Ian uh, Isaiah McKenzie, for example, in Buffalo have a role for him. That he likes using those kind of gadget type of players as a slot receiver, a guy who's obviously been used all over the field already in practice. So I think this is something that's going to continue. And a guy that we know from Daniel Jones's history with Sterling Shepard, for example, this guy loves to throw the ball to the slot receivers. If, if Robinson's going to be the slot receiver in this offense, he's probably going to have a decent amount of volume. I like to rethink about where I'm going to take him, especially if I'm in doing dynasty leagues or, you know, half point for full point PPR leagues. 
Adam, are you really buying Wandale Robinson as a redraft? And, and give us your dying perspective on this too. But as a redraft guy that we now have to pay attention to because Kadarius Tony is having bad practices and dealing with injuries has been in and out of even being available to practice. Is it going to be Wandale Robinson time? Because like Chris said, we know what the slot receiver position means in this offense with this quarterback. So I'll, I'll join you guys. And I know uh, that at least two thirds of this you're going to agree with, but I was not high on Wandale. I know you're on the same page there. You just said that said as much. And I know from last year, I was not high on Tony either. I know both of you were the same way there. What I will say is that as the gadget role, I don't think either of them are worth much as a pure wide receiver as far as route running, as far as hands, as far as catching and traffic go. Neither of them were guys that I was a fan of at all, and I stick to that. However, I was never even particularly impressed with Tony as a, a gadget guy is how he, he uh, profiled for that, whereas Wandale Robinson, his speed popped every time you watch that, and you have to at least give him that much. He's someone that if they figure out a role where they're utilizing him properly – and Dable is someone who I think can do that. Now, if they can utilize him with a Tyrod Taylor or a Daniel Jones, a quarterback, that remains to be seen. But where the value's at right now, I think it's interesting if he was to get, you know, a much higher, like if we're talking outside of double digit rounds, then I'd be off of him because it is still a, a high risk situation. And he's not a player that I highly covet. And gadget players don't exactly have the best track record in the world but they've been getting more consistent over time. Uh, and again, I, I just think that there's an opportunity, especially if he's playing the slot. That is the key to all of this. If he's just a gadget role, don't really care. But if he's the starting slot receiver in a table offense, I, I'm interested to an extent. Yeah, I think Chris hit on the head when he compared him to Isaiah McKenzie, where he's definitely fast. But I had questions about what's your real ability as a, a route runner. And that was why I really wasn't a big fan of Wandale Robinson. And it wasn't just me, by the way. There was a lot of people who questioned that pick, especially in the second round, because it seemed like he was kind of raw when it came to being an actual wide receiver and not just a returner guy early on in his career. But even with McKenzie, it took him a couple of years before we're actually legitimately talking about him as a slot receiver right now. It's hard for me to buy in year one. I know there's pathways for him to significant playing time this year because of the way the wide receiver core shakes down with the Giants right now. It's, it'll be interesting to see, but I, it's hard for me to buy in right now until I actually see it, given my pre-draft film watching, pre-draft analysis on that guy. But speaking of you know the Bills and the slot receiver position and what's going on there, uh, Chris, are you buying in that? Look, James Crowder's been out, so that's been part of it. But are you buying into this idea that Isaiah McKenzie is going to have this slot receiver position over Crowder? And if he does, where is he on your fantasy radar? Yeah, I think well, real quick, just want to comment on the Robinson thing. And um, I was just curious to see, and you guys can comment on this in a second, you know, being the receiver that Brian Dable wanted. Think also can be a factor into the offense. You know, I understand what you're talking about the rawness and the you know, route running, but a lot of times when the coach wants you to be the guy and is your guy, it's quite often they figure ways to kind of utilize you accordingly. In this situation for Buffalo, Isaiah McKenzie, I think, has kind of been taking the you know hitting the ground running this offseason. Crowder's been banged up and injured. He's been banged up and injured the last couple of seasons now. So we look at a guy that's you know had a hit injury history. Getting one-year deal, got paid a decent amount of money, but Buffalo could definitely use that money for other purposes. I think Isaiah McKenzie has the job that didn't think this is his to lose. Got resigned to a two-year deal, still relatively young, and I think what his role could be is the guy that you're looking for. That you know, not necessarily what Cole Beasley did a couple of years ago. I don't think you're going to see 90 to 100 catches, 
But I do think you're going to see a guy who's going to get, you know, 70, 70 to 80 catches possibly, and a guy that you're definitely going to have on your radar for full-point PPR. And in standard redraft leagues or half-point PPR leagues, a guy that you're probably looking at as a receiver four, receiver five option now. Adam, Adam, where are you on this? Yeah, I think Chris is is right. I, uh, I mean, if he's able to hold the job, and especially, and I think this is the key, if Crowder isn't able to make it back very, very soon, which isn't looking the best, I, I think he's going to be the guy because, like you said, with the money, uh, that's money that they can use in other situations. This is an expensive roster, uh, and I just think that, a wide receiver four to make what Crowder is making doesn't make a ton of sense, but I mean, we've seen it already before with uh, the jets when they had Crowder didn't seem to make a lot of sense for them to keep him last off season. And here, you know, he made it through the season last year, so we'll see, but I wouldn't be shocked if Crowder is elsewhere uh, to start the season, if he isn't able to make it back in say the next 10 days. Yeah, I'm buying it. And I do think, you know, best ball, I've take, I have some shares of Isaiah McKenzie in best ball now. I uh, hope you got to watch out for DFS perspective, especially. But if the Bills throw the ball all the time, then yeah, I, McKenzie might get on our radar the same way a Cole Beasley did. Uh, the last piece of news we're going to talk about real quickly, or I'll just maybe I'll just mention it. Rashad Penny, slight groin injury considered day to day right now. And even though it's not serious and, and no one's expecting him to miss week one over this particular injury right now, it just goes to illustrate Rashad Penny can't stay healthy. Chris, we talked about this yesterday. Ken Walker, I have him ranked higher than Rashad Penny, even though, yes, I would expect Penny to get more of the workload early on in the season. I think Ken Walker will beat him out towards the end. Uh, I don't know. Adam, do you have anything you want to add to that real quickly? No, I, I think I'm right there with you. And, you know, end of the season, that's where uh, the, the money is on the line. So uh, I, I think I agree on the overall take as well as Penny is probably starting off a little ahead. All right, so that's gonna do it for today's show. Again, it was more of a fun one. We got some, we got some news out there. We got some analysis out there. But also, if you if you missed the first half out of the show, or if you missed any show at all, always go back on the MD's Fantasy Football Show YouTube channel, or you can check us out on your TV on demand, any web browsing device. When you go to BellyUp.tv and download us on your favorite podcast app, please give us a five star review. That helps out the show tremendously. If you guys have no idea, and come down to the expo in Canton and the Hall of Fame. Come check us out. We'll be down there all weekend long. So everyone, take care. Have a great weekend. And I hope we get to meet all of you soon. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.